sorry about the uh, later time than I normally do. Um, my dumbass brother called. I don't talk about him because I try to pretend I'm not related. Anyways, <clears throat> well, I'm not really related. Regardless, I have to claim him sometimes. Anyways, <clears throat> tonight's question is from Jilly. <clears throat> I don't know if this question has come up, and I, I'm not sure either. Um, but what's your strategy for managing multiple separate plot lines in a story, whether it's a more extreme version of what you have, one storyline happening on Earth and one on another planet, or to a minor secondary storyline? It really depends. If I'm, like, with, with Sentinels of Atlantis, I actually have three plots. I have um, the Atlantis line, I have the Earth line, I have um, an overall plot arc for the entire series, um, all the way through season five. So, each season um, has two plots, plus the big plot, which is five seasons long. So, with season two, I have the plots happening on Earth, and the plot that's happening on Atlantis, and then there will also be some sideline plotting where there's a ship going to Pegasus. So, and, and that will have some some movement in the plot. So, it's um, more of a secondary plot attached to Earth at this point. And so, that's the way that works. And what happens is, is when I have big, huge plots like that, I have to kind of weave them together. And if I have events on Atlantis happen that impacts something on earth it has to be addressed like for instance when they found out that earth was sending a signal that the wraith could pick up they sent a message back to earth that impacted both their plot and the plot on earth and so earth had to address it Sam and Daniel Jackson went down to Antarctica to figure out where the signal was coming from. Um, and so there was an intersection in the plots between Atlantis and Earth. And it happened again when John, John's father, Patrick, sat in the chair in Antarctica and John was on Atlantis and felt it. So there was, again, another connection. And there is a minor connection between the two plots that impacts in the queen where Miko um, is revealed to be a guide in great distress. And in the very end, she settles in to, you know, to, to her role as a guide and accepts it fully. And on earth, something happens. And again, these two plots came together um, and kind of, you know, twisted up, and you got this event that happened on Earth, and the impact of which has still not rippled out completely, but it will ripple out in season two, because there will be several mergers between the two plots in season two, as the goals on Earth and the goals on Atlantis merge um, in the fight against the Wraith. So, so. I guess the point I'm making is is that when you're running two or three plot lines in a big series like Sentinels of Atlantis or Harry Potter and the Soulmate Bond, you have to um, have accounting. You, um, you have to account to yourself. If this event happens here, 
How does this affect all of my other characters? How does this impact my plot over here? Do I have to address this plot point across the board? Is everyone involved in this? So when you make um, big movements in your plots, you just have to make sure they connect and, and they meet as naturally as possible. Otherwise, you're going to have a jerky narrative and there's going to be, like, you know, the reader's going to go, huh? And then you've lost them. And, and they're going to have to back up and reread. And it's not going to be there for them because if it was there, they wouldn't have got lost to begin with. So my goal was always to, when I have these big, these big plot lines moving, is to keep everybody moving to acknowledge the impact of events as they play out on my different plot lines, but to keep everybody moving in the same direction, including the reader. You, you want the reader to be forward and on across the board. So <clears throat> that's just how I approach it. I'm sure there are plenty of of authors who um, approach it differently. That's just how I do it. I'm a little under the weather, but... There's somebody on hold. I think this kind of helped me out, and I'm going to ask her to answer this question as well. <sighs> knock, knock. How did I know? Hello. <laughs> How do I know. handle multiple plot lines? Yeah, do that for me. I did it slightly different. I don't quite weave like you do. I actually did separate chapters. Mm -hmm. um, a good example of that is um, an uncomplicated choice. And um, small, uh, uh, small side of indifference. And those two each have separate Atlantis and Earth chapters. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, I literally went sometimes chapter uh, bounced back and forth, um, alternating chapters. You can, honest to goodness, read. Um, all the Atlantis chapters, it's one story. You can read all of the Earth chapters, it's one story. There is some play back and forth um, because there are it echoes back from Earth to Atlantis and in several ways from Atlantis to Earth because um, in Slow Slide I have a major catastrophe happen to a Earth ship that um, back on Earth, but only because they went home, right? Otherwise, they would have been lost. It would have been some weird, you know, lost in space routine that would not have gotten us whatever that funky robot was, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's not like playing funky music, white boy thing. It's... <laughs> But um, it's not, you know, it, my method is different because I, when I originally started um, Slow Slide, I was a very new author. I was learning my craft at the time, so I bounced. Um, I, I tried to keep it separate enough that you could follow the storylines, and when I moved from one, one storyline to another, it was still something you could follow. All right, and so I don't have the multiple because you've you've done this where you've gone you've started the chapter in Atlantis and moved over to Earth and then moved back to Atlantis. I didn't do that. I tried to stay on Earth, 
Are you saying I'm complicated? (laughs) Well, let's put it this way. I think the last time I saw something as complicated as you, they blew it it the fuck up because it was less complicated than trying to unlock it. (laughs) (laughs) You know, what's really – there's actually – there's a really good example of of me bouncing um, uh, in – in ties that bind, and it's the story that's told over 24 hours, and each hour mm-hmm. is. Um... You went from one, well, aside from going from one head to another, obviously, because you went from one scene to another. Mm-hmm. Um, you went from. Is it time from... after time? Is that what I called that? Because I'm cheesy as fuck, so I have to go look. I'll look while you talk. Well, go ahead. Yeah, because I'm, I'm actually. I'm playing with my Tupperware. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm talking to a whole bunch of women again. It's the radio show. It doesn't matter. She's doing a short one. Anyhow, um, <laughs> the the thing with with um, for you is it went from I think um, Atlantis to to Earth, to an away team, to all sorts of different places. And I oh. really never have done that. I don't the think. search did that. The search was like that in yeah. the end of Signals of Atlantis, that my season finale. Um, but the but the one in um, Ties at Bond is called Time After Time, and it's part 13. And I literally, mm-hmm. um, I moved from Earth Cindy to Lopper planet. Here. Yeah, I did. I I I Cindy Lauper the fuck out of it. I move from one character mm-hmm. to another, and then they come together, and there's movement mm-hmm. as they come together, and it's just um it's actually one of my favorite stories in um ties that bind because it was no. it was different and I really <laughs> I really mm-hmm. enjoyed the Sorry. um it's okay I really enjoyed the change of pace. Over here. Sorry about the interruption. <laughs> Domestic stuff happened. So, but yeah, um, it was just a, it was a very different um, mm-hmm. storytelling method that I did, and I was experimenting with something, which is mm-hmm. my you know easiest thing I do in um, in fan fiction is I experiment and do things I wouldn't normally mm-hmm. be able to do. <clears throat> And one of the things, I mean, one of the things I've tried to do and, and stay with when I'm writing a chapter is if I don't pick a, a point of view person, um, I'm at least trying to pick a point of view location, all right? Because um, I've, done, um, I've done chapters where I've done uh, almost hour by hour or at least chunks of time, and I skipped around the city of Atlantis and I went from one one group of people to another, and it um, <laughs> it made a lot of difference, at least as far as you know how everything was was working out. But you know, it it wasn't it went location location. It didn't it didn't go from Earth to 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 Atlantis and back again. So that one actually did follow multiple um, storylines because even though um, I don't have, or at least in in um, an uncomplicated choice, there are multiple storylines built within that um, 
for each each major storyline because um, <laughs> I just got flipped the bird because I ate the last of the brownies, <laughs> the double bird at that. <laughs> um, but you, you get, you know, one major storyline, Atlantis, and then I had other storylines where people were having children, where people were finding out new things, um, the, the uh, successful completion of a, um, a greenhouse. Those were all multiple storylines, you know, but they had to follow through. One thing I find really helpful when I'm moving through multiple plot lines is to have a central character on which all the plot lines um, revolve, converge, mm-hmm. that they dip into each of these plot lines. So it's easy for you to connect them for the reader. And in Sentinels of Atlantis, of course, it's John. You know, you know, John's the mm-hmm. central figure in Sentinels of Atlantis, and so he is the Sentinel of Atlantis. Right, and so it's you know it's just it's easier if you're going to have multiple plot lines to resolve these plot lines if they're all connected to your central character, because if they're mm-hmm. not, then why the hell are they in your story to begin with? Well, yeah, I can I can get behind that. <laughs> um, my but if you don't have a central character, it can be hard. Yeah. Um, my stuff with, you know, an uncomplicated choice, um, it centers around John and Rodney because those are the two I centered everything around. Um, and so that's, that's, I worked it as a couple, you know, that's how everything worked for me. Uh, other people have different, different ways they, they settle things out, but, you know, it's a perfectly... If you can't do it with one, do it with at least a pair, you know, so that way you have something. Um, I found with the last um, the last challenge where we were doing one point of view, keeping track of all of my multiple storylines was a lot harder. You better ask it was. Oh, my God. Yeah. Because everything had to be, all the action had to, the, the resolutions had to take place on stage, where my central character could give you could give you the answer. Because otherwise, you heard about it as this throwaway comment of, "Oh yeah, this got resolved by thus." Well, that's not fun, you know. What happened with thus? You know, who did thus? You know. I want to see thus. Well, I don't want to show you thus. <laughs> it went off on off stage, you know. And yeah, rocks fall, everybody dies. Is sometimes things that don't show up in a narrative, and you're wondering why the author didn't show you this. It's because they literally could not write it, or they didn't care to write it, or they just didn't want to write it. And sometimes you're just I like. Actually, the last thing you ever want to fucking write again, and it's it's the next thing in your plot. And you're just like, fuck it, skip it. Refer to it in the past honest tense to, in the next scene. Yes, <laughs> honest to God, I hit the, and and this is where I'm going to have to to make a decision of if I'm going to break the whole, you know, third person, you know, um, whatever from just that one point of view, 
and, you know, break it and give me another one, or I'm going to have somebody talking about it as in, look, he drove a really hard bargain, and he told me this is what we're going to do, and I caved, and I said, okay, and now I'm stuck with the decision, so fuck it, you're it. And (laughs) fuck it, you're it. Yes. You know, and if you can figure out what scene that is, more power to you. I'm not at the chat room. All right. (laughs) But it is definitely a scene where somebody went, you kind of have no choice. This is your only, you know, option and suck it up and be a big boy. Here's your big boy panties. Wear them. (laughs) (laughs) But no, there have been times I'm like, no, I I am not writing that scene. I don't want to write it. I'm going to refer to it in the past tense. And I just had to imagine what happened. Because I don't want to Oh, yeah, that's it. always a great time. Yeah, I don't want... One well, of the biggest honestly, examples God. of that would definitely be um, the uh, in Under Pressure in Ties That Bind. Mm-hmm. Um, Rodney's kidnapping is... is, uh, is you, you, you only see a moment of, of him being mm-hmm. lashed to the... And, and then it's straight to the rescue. You don't see what happened between mm-hmm. him being hit in the head and... Him waking up, you don't hear, you know, Scott. I honestly in the cockpit. I don't, need don't hear to any of that. Hear him. I can I can remember the accident from under, from the original inspiration part of the show for that, and so I remember how that jumper looked tumbling end over end and the implosion, and I don't need to see it on screen, even if it is just in print. <laughs> I just know? didn't want to write it. I I didn't want to write. I don't crazy blame Scott. you. So I skipped it, <laughs> and I left that to your imaginations. I hope that's okay. I don't care. If not. So yo, so I well, think totally you know, he was bug. Yeah, he, uh, he was fucked up. Um, it's a, mm-hmm. yeah, because I was like, I am not. I tried. I did try to write it. Uh, and then sometimes I can't write something, and so I skip it and do something else instead, and then it comes back to me, and I can write it. Like, mm-hmm. for instance, um, there's a interlude in Sentinels of Atlantis called Aftermath, and it's when Elizabeth mm-hmm. comes online. Originally, oh, yeah. I could not write that. I could not write that mm-hmm. um, that scene. And that. so I skipped it and just mm-hmm. wrote um, the aftermath of the siege and, and what went on with that. And then later, I, I went back and I could write it, so I wrote it for an EAD surprise gift and so sometimes mm-hmm. it just comes and sometimes it doesn't. <clears throat> There's, um, I, I, I've done battles, you know, in, in my stuff. And it's very difficult to write somebody laying down their life and dying. All right. Um, you know, there, there's the, the whole, you, you sign up, you get into the military, you sign your, your life away, and you do it willingly, or as willingly as anybody ever does, who is, you know, young, dumb, and what you can fill in the rest. Um, but writing those scenes, you know, I, I would fill in a couple lines, and I'd go away, and I'd do something else. And I'd fill in a couple lines, and I'd go away and do something else. And by the way, that's the other way sometimes that you can write multiple storylines, Write out one storyline. Write out the whole thing that you want to do and take the consecutive scenes and pepper them. You know, just weave them together because copy and paste is a beautiful thing. It will get you through so much. 
you know. But just make, you know, obviously read through and, and make sure it doesn't sound like you're doing a, you know, the, the plotted version of Yoda, you know. But that might be how you can, if you cannot mentally follow your own leap, write it out, okay? It, 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 we're not going to grade you on the, the stuff that happens that we don't see, okay? <laughs> and if, if you're doing EAD and you know that you're going to have the jumps, well, then, you know, put a, a you know, really funky text section, insert jump here, and then have it in another chapter. We'll we'll figure it out when you finally decide to, or if you ever decide to put it up. You know, we can interview people. We can follow directions. Some of us. Yeah, <laughs> you need to clarify that because some people cannot follow directions. Some people are incapable of reading instructions. Yes, well, yeah, we try. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. I, I I do feel really terrible and, and my head's starting to hurt. So um, I hope I've answered this question. And if you have other questions or if you want clarification, um, just go over to the Ask Me Anything page and ask another question. And um, I'll con- I'll either answer I'll I'll answer it or I'll conscript somebody else too. <laughs> yeah, apparently. So you know, fun stuff. But yeah. My scalp tingling, so I'm gonna have to go. I'll see you guys later. What are you doing to your scalp? It's not. It's a headache. It's it's like it's coming in waves. It's actually making me nauseous. Anyways, you guys have a good evening. All right, bye bye. Shut up and sit down.